And welcome out to Pikapi Podcast, your Pokemon anime podcast. And we're going to talk through Advanced Generation episode 37. Pikapi Podcast goes through every episode from the series from start to finish to kind of discuss the character development and the story development and all the nerdy things. And right now we're sort of in between major plot points. Ash has won a couple gym battles, May just finished her first contest. But just because it's filler doesn't mean things are not happening. And definitely this episode, while not necessarily being super important to the canon, has a lot of little moments to, like, raise questions about these characters and the Pokemon universe. So it should be an interesting, interesting episode today. As always, Peekappy Podcast is brought to you by Poke Press. Your source for interviews and discussions about all all aspects of Pokemon fandom. Right now, there's interviews up with Brian Oliver, who did some animation for Kids WB and has some Pokemon-related experiences to share about that. There's also discussions about Pokemon music from uh, the movie, the ending themes. Uh, PokePress and I do a bit of a series where we go through every movie and kind of compare and contrast the Japanese and English ending theme songs. And right now, PokePress's YouTube channel has up the Shaman movie discussion, movie 11. So if you have an interest in Pokemon music, that is a video for you. There's also reports from Anime Milwaukee and interviews with, with various people involved in Pokemon and cosplay enthusiasts card game fans and competitors. Whatever part of Pokemon fandom you like to interact with, PokePress has a video for you. So definitely check them out on YouTube and give them some love. You can also find them at pokepress.blogspot.com. I'll have links to both of those in my blog page as well, which I'll give you that info at the end of the episode. And as I said, today's episode is Advanced Generation number 37. And Kind of unusual, we actually don't open with Ash this time. The scene starts with Nurse Joy. She's in a Pokemon Center, getting some paperwork or something done, and she's clicking away at her computer when there's a little breeze ruffling through her stack of papers. She could have sworn she just closed that window, and then, whoosh, a huge gust of wind and a dark shadow arrive, and Nurse Joy disappears. By the time Ash and his friends arrive, the Pokemon Center is completely deserted. It's weird. But the kids only just got there, like, maybe Joy's away from her desk. This is a more rural area, kind of just a Pokemon Center out in the middle of nowhere, probably just to cater to trainers. So it's possible she might have, like, other things to do and not a huge staff to do it with. 
like, it's weird she's not at her desk, but it's not crisis level yet. So I'm struggling to come up with a reason for what Pikachu does next. He jumps off of Ash's shoulder and runs up the stairs to Nurse Joy's office. And now it looks like he smelled something and went to go check it out. But when the gang all gets to the top of the stairs, Pikachu's passed out on the floor. Ash goes to pick him up and he collapses too. So, obviously, what Pikachu smelled was sleep powder. That's easy enough to figure out. What I can't imagine is why Pikachu would just immediately bolt from the gang and run to it. I mean, whether he realized that was what he was smelling or not, it's a tenuous connection to think it's connected to Nurse Joy being gone when everyone's still at the stage of, oh, Nurse Joy isn't at the desk, maybe we should wait five seconds. Like... It's not as if there's an emergency to figure out yet, and it is a Pokemon Center. I don't know if I buy that it's so unusual to smell something like sleep powder in a place where there's tons of Pokemon all the time, healing and training, etc. <laughs> like, I get that Pikachu might have been curious and checked it out. I, I don't get why he just booked it instead of, you know, being like, Hey, Pikachu, I smell something kind of off. Uh, you getting any weird vibes? Want to check it out with me? <laughs> like. It's possible there was something attracting in the sleep powder, like Pokenip or something. Or, more likely, Pikachu's longtime habit of just running off to chase the shiny things and not caring to tell people where he's going. This is Advanced Generation. They made a whole movie about Pikachu's problem doing that. By the way, Pikachu unknown substance on the floor don't just go stick your nose in it and inhale my word someone's never taken a chemistry class and that was fast acting for it just being some residue on the floor too like that ain't regular sleep powder that stuff there is straight up morphine but while that drama's going on the kids do notice that the office has papers strewn all over and the window is open maybe somebody broke in it could explain why Nurse Joy isn't at her post. Further explaining the mystery, we cut to the forest outside. Team Rocket is lounging in a tree when they get knocked off by a passing Pokemon. They look up and see a shift tree, carrying an unconscious Nurse Joy over its shoulder like it's Tarzan. The part Team Rocket is concerned about is not the young woman being taken somewhere in an unorthodox manner and, in all probability, without her consent but that the Pokemon Shift Tree has massive fans for arms and therefore could prove a valuable gift to give their boss in the summertime and get back in his good graces. Like, really, not a single comment for the fact that Shift Tree is carrying a human being in its arms. <laughs> Just, we should try to catch it. But I guess having Team Rocket on the case is better than nothing. Back at the Pokemon Center, uh, they're still trying to wake up Ash and Pikachu. The breeze blows away the sleep powder, which helps a bit with that, and when they wake up, Brock sees a little bit of powder on Pikachu's nose, and he's like, Pikachu, did you breathe in this stuff? <laughs> Pikachu, I don't know what to do with you. Because most of us would be like, I, I don't know, maybe I did? Because, you know, to most of us, this would have happened by accident. We wouldn't have been doing anything abnormal when we came across the substance that would have taken us by surprise. But Pikachu is like, yeah, uh-huh, I did, which just <laughs> confirms to me that, yeah, it saw the strange stuff on the floor, already was suspicious of it, 
possibly even knew it was sleep powder, but just stuck his nose in there like, let's see what happens if I snort it. (laughs) How did Pikachu survive before meeting Ash? Like, really? His instincts are terrible. Also, I can't wait till Brock goes to medical school, because right now he's identifying sleep powder as stun spore. Another person who probably never took a chemistry class. But the mystery starts coming together. May's poking in the computer and, you know, finds stuff Nurse Joy was working on. She was doing some research on the local Pokemon in this area. And then Max spots a security camera. They can see what happened, no problem, and it's basically what we figured out from the prologue. A Pokemon broke in, Shift Tree, used sleep powder on Nurse Joy, and then carried her off. Brock's reaction, though, that is that is some animation, just the dark shadows and the flames. <laughs> the other kids are putting their heads together. Max didn't think Shiftry could use Stun Spore or Sleep Powder. And in the meantime, where did it take Nurse Joy? Pikachu looks out the window. There's a giant tree towering well above the rest, and Shiftry reportedly live in trees that are a thousand years old. So if we're looking for one, that tree there is the most likely candidate. It it looks like it's seen more than a few winters. So the kids run out towards the tree, but their path is blocked by a group of Oddish. The Oddish are all ready to use sleep powder, or maybe stun spore, but I find it hard to trust Brock's expertise right now. He doesn't seem to be particularly on point. But it doesn't matter, because May sends out Beautifly to blow the attack away. And when she does, all the Oddish disappear. New Pokemon appear further down the road, a group of Seedot. Angry Seedot. And the Oddish are backing them up. They attack the kids again, but there's no clue as to why. But Shiftree is of the same evolutionary line as Seedot. And if Seedot is in cahoots with the Oddish who can use sleep powder, that might explain where Shiftree got the powder from. And that is a new twist! You can use sleep powder as a held item. My word, that changes up some possibilities for the team roster. Why has no one thought to try this in a gym battle before? I cannot see why there is a rule against it. But this is what I love about the anime, like finding weird and interesting ways to use attacks and stuff that the game just can't allow for with its binary computer system. Well, in order to break through the horde of grass Pokemon, Mace Torchic uses Ember. In the meantime, Nurse Joy wakes up and sees a shift tree staring down at her inches from her nose. That's not a face you want to see hovering over you first thing in the morning. Ah, but maybe that's mean. I'm sure Shiftree's mom thinks it's beautiful. But there's no escape for Nurse Joy. She's too high up in the tree. And who knows what Shiftree's plans are. The kids gotta make it over the river and through the woods to get to the giant tree. But just as Brock is having a a fit of passion, a bunch of Nuzleaf burst out of the water and attack. The kids try to run, and Ash tries to use Taylor's wing attack to beat back the horde. It works, and the kids notice that Nuzleaf are also part of the Shiftree evolutionary line, along with Seedot. Maybe there's a connection. Could they all be on the same side? But that gets me thinking about something unrelated, just in Pokemon evolutionary lines. Because the theory the kids are putting together is like the Seedot and the Nuzleaf and the 
Shiftry, like they're all working together and Shiftry would be the leader. But evolution doesn't necessarily mean a Pokemon is older. Like in a community of Pokemon, you kind of expect, say, the Shiftry to be the leader of the Nuzleaf and the Seedot, older and wiser or whatever. But that may not actually be the case, because if a Seedot or a Nuzleaf decides they don't want to evolve, and many Pokemon don't, but then they have children who do want to evolve, baby Shiftry could be ordered around by Mama Seedot, and wouldn't that be an interesting dynamic? Especially in situations where a Pokemon evolves through a stone or or a held item or something, because not only do you have, you know, maybe the parents didn't want to evolve, but also maybe didn't get the opportunity to evolve. Like, maybe they never came across the particular configuration of things that would allow them to evolve. So I think there must be some interesting social situations um, in Pokemon communities in the wild. Because how do you decide the status when the oldest member of the community is not the most advanced? or the most physically powerful, or whatever. I would very much love to, like, have the kids someday, like, just come across this secret glade of water Pokemon that have been living together, and they're all, like, super powerful Blastoise and for alligators and things, and ruled over by, like, this old man Oshawott or something. <laughs> but it's an interesting thought, that dichotomy i guess but if a pokemon chooses not to evolve but then has a kid who evolves past them like like say pikachu has a kid someday and we have a situation of like dad ash i have something to tell you i'm a raichu and pikachu's just like no where did i go wrong raising you i told you ash i told you it was a mistake to let him hang out with that gang of eevee now he's experimenting with thunderstones Son, have you tried not being a Raichu? <laughs> I'm saying there's interesting potential here. <laughs> well, the kids are all the more desperate to get to the tree and save Nurse Joy, and Team Rocket decides to just piggyback off of their work. Like, why hunt down and battle Shiftry themselves if the dwarfs are going to do it for them? In the meantime, Nurse Joy is trying to get some answers from Shiftry and all the other Pokémon. They come into the treehouse, the Nuzleaf, the Oddish, Dot. They swarm Nurse Joy and guide her to an injured Nuzleaf in a different part of the tree. It looks sick, it has a fever. And the picture becomes clear, the Pokemon kidnapped Nurse Joy in order for her to treat the sick Nuzleaf. But with that, Shiftree and its friends have some poor communication skills, like, nothing about this looked like Shiftree had good intentions. And I get that there is a language barrier, but... They couldn't have tried to have her follow them or carry Nuzleaf to the Pokemon Center. Like, that would have been more obvious. But that aside, the situation is clear now. We just need to deal with a sick Nuzleaf and also deal with Shiftry's near murderous rage that anybody would dare try to approach Nurse Joy. <laughs> it goes and confronts Ash's crew. Trico has to battle, and Ash decides to stay behind and keep Trico, or, or sorry, Shiftry busy. Sending Pikachu, Brock, May, and Max on ahead. Teamwork. But unfortunately, the grass Pokemon, they have teamwork too. The path to the tree is blocked by a bullet seed attack. A barrage. And Pikachu has to get its electricity on in order to get through all the Nuzleaf and Seedot. 
And they do manage to press through, but Ash and Trico are still dealing with, with Shiftry. And then they have to deal with Team Rocket. Team Rocket interrupts the battle a little early, I think, like for their plan to have worked. They might have waited a little longer for one of the two Pokemon to have fallen. <laughs> but they do the motto and everything, and, and actually this works out kind of well for Shiftry. I mean, all it's doing is stalling until Nurse Joy can finish her medical work. It doesn't actually care about winning the battle with Asher or any of this. I mean, so long as it doesn't get captured, it might care then. But in the meantime, the other half of the human team arrives at the tree. They see all the Nuzleaf holding Nurse Joy captive, except not really. She She's on board now and, and is like, why are you kids making such a racket? Nuzleaf is trying to rest. Why is everyone battling? That's ridiculous. I already decided to take the patient. <laughs> She's like, OMG, can't we just communicate? <laughs> so she buckles down and she gets to work. Like, the sooner she can stabilize Nuzleaf, the sooner we can end this violence. Um, but hopefully the violence will continue long enough to send Team Rocket blasting off, because I do get some pleasure out of that. I'm a bad person. Um, but then the battle between Shiftry and Trico can continue. They trade a few attacks... And honestly, Trico seems to be on the losing end, so it's good that Nurse Joy and Brock can soon arrive on the scene. Like, you don't need to fight, guys. I'm not in danger. I'm going to treat Nuzleaf. It's going to be fine. Everybody calm down. <laughs> she also explains to Shiftree that she doesn't have the necessary supplies here to treat Nuzleaf. That's kind of what happens when you just grab people and rush them places. <laughs> So it needs to stop fighting so she can go get medicine and get the things she needs to help Nuzleaf. Just kidnapping and attacking everything isn't going to help its friend. And they're pretty far from the Pokemon Center. But Shiftry can move fast. It can carry Brock back to the center, pick up all the stuff Joy needs, and bring it back in no time at all. So they do this. That's the new plan. And by morning, Nuzleaf's fever breaks and it's, it's going to be just fine. Shiftree is super happy, though you'd never know by looking at its face. <laughs> I'm sure its mom thinks it's beautiful. <laughs> and so that's basically the end of the adventure. Nurse Joy and the local Pokemon have made friends. Ash and friends move on. They snipe a little at Brock's antics. Life is back to normal. On to Malville City. Maybe Shiftree will kidnap Brock for one last Superman ride for old time's sake. This episode kind of gets me thinking, I, I think the Nurse Joy, especially the ones working out in the boonies here, they need to work on setting up some sort of system so local the local Pokemon can ask for help when they need it. I, I feel like this kidnap the nurse situation has happened once or twice before, and, and certainly there's a lot of wild Pokemon who might be more inclined to hang around humans and ask the Pokemon Center for help if they knew that they could get through the language barrier. Typically, Nurse Joy working out in, like, forests like this have shown that they're, they consider helping the wild Pokemon to be part of their job as much as helping the trainers. And having lived in a foreign country myself, like, I remember getting sick or having some sort of issue in my life, and it is not uncommon for the people in the situation of being foreigners to say, not go to the doctor unless you're sure you're dying. Because unless you can get a friend to help translate, it's so much trouble. Even when the stakes aren't that high. Like, I remember, like, insurance, my phone bill, banking information. Like, 
even though you know there's an easier way to do things, you often do things the hard way just because having to try to communicate what you need to get done is so troublesome and embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> like, if the Nurse Joys could find a way so that wild Pokemon can easily indicate that they need help, or maybe have, like, an ambassador, Chansey, go out and talk to the Pokemon or something, <laughs> I feel we would have less instances of Pokemon just kidnapping local nurses <laughs> and <laughs> dragging them off places to cure their friends. <laughs> it's a thought, who knows? Anyway, that is where we will leave the episode, and we will come back next time with more of Ash's journeys on his way to Mauville City and the next gym battle. If you want to connect with this podcast, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Peacappy Podcast. We're on iTunes and Zune and many other podcast-catching apps. And as always, you can find us at peacappypodcast.blogspot.com and leave comments on the episodes. Most of all, thank you for listening. I will talk to you next time. This has been Peacappy Podcast. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs>